I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Here we are with our first wacky with daylight saving time, it, and it's pitch black it's outside. It's midnight. It's midnight. And it's not even six yet. <laughs> I hate it. I'm, that's why I decorate for Christmas early, because it's depressing. I was going to ask you if you were going to knock that out. Yes. You're going to start decorating. Time is of the essence. I've got to get this Christmas stuff done, and I'll probably leave it up to February, because I won't feel like taking it down. Well... I don't blame you. Samuel can't be trusted to take it down. <laughs> it's a Or to put it up. Yeah. It's like everything's very organized. It's got to stay. Yeah. Oh, you want to go first? Sure. And I'm going to make him listen to this episode because one of his favorite TV shows is Curb Your Enthusiasm with mm-hmm. Larry David. And my wacky is about how the show saved a man from prison. What? Yes. I know this story. Or do you really? This is old. It's old, but it was recirculating on Facebook, and I'd never heard of it before. Oh, yeah. It got posted today randomly. So in Sun Valley, California, on May 12, 2003, 16-year-old Martha Puebla was shot and killed outside of her home. Just the week before, she had testified in court against a man named Mario Catalan a gang member who was accused of being an accessory to murder. So several weeks later, after an investigation, Mario's brother, Juan, was arrested for Martha's murder. With Martha's words being used to put Mario in jail, it seemed logical that the killer would be his brother, you know, out for revenge, Mm -hmm. especially when Juan had his own criminal history. But his record was only from his teen years. And on the surface, it kind of looked like he had turned his life around. Right. Now he was just a loving father to a little girl who hadn't been in trouble since he was a teen. Juan claimed from the very beginning that he didn't do it. But regardless, the Sun Valley DA was convinced that he was their man. So his case was not looking good. The prosecutor they assigned to the case had never lost. And she would typically go all the way for the death penalty. And she usually succeeded. It'd be hard to go up against someone like that. It'd be very scary. And Juan did have an alibi for the night of the murder. He was a beloved baseball fan and claimed that he was at Dodger Stadium with his six-year-old daughter, friend Ruben, and his cousin Manuel. He could even recount the game in detail. He even found his ticket stubs from the game. But just because you go, you buy tickets doesn't mean, mean you win. And doesn't mean you left. You could have left. Exactly. And just because you were, can say what happened play by play, you could have watched it. Right. But to me, he had an alibi with his daughter, a mm-hmm. friend, and a cousin. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's quote unquote airtight alibis for less. That's true. Why are some like, oh, it's airtight. He has witnesses. And then some they're like, no, it's not airtight. Because all of those people could have lied for him. Yeah, I guess so. People were sitting where he claimed he was located. They were contacted, but no one wanted to get involved. Oh, my Lord. Can you imagine? They're like, oh, I don't want to. I don't know how you could refuse to. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. Yeah. And he didn't catch a foul ball or anything. So it's not like he was likely to be on the broadcast. Uh-huh. But his lawyer still attempted to find him in the footage. Then Juan remembered something else about the game. Along with the regular cameras, there were cameras filming the crowd. 
There was a film crew there that day gathering footage for something going on in the stands. They even had the aisles blocked off so that the filming wouldn't be disturbed. And it was kind of close to where he was sitting. Uh Uh-huh. The film crew turned out to be working for Larry David's HBO comedy series, Curb Your Enthusiasm. They weren't just there to get some simple establishing shots. Larry David himself was there. Like, they were actually Uh recording the episode. They were shooting scenes for season four, episode six, titled The Carpool Lane. I remember this episode. (laughs) In the episode, Larry's on his way to a Dodgers game. He knows he can get there faster if he uses the carpool lane, but he's just one person and he needs someone else. So he picks up a sex worker, <laughs> not to have sex with, but so she can be a passenger and he won't get in trouble for using the carpool lane. Of course, Larry has to pay the woman and he takes her to the Dodgers game. It's a good episode. But anyway, Juan's lawyer, Todd Melnick, called HBO and told them what was going on. He asked if he could see all their footage from the Dodger Stadium on that day. HBO agreed and invited him to go through the film. And it was a ton of footage. Like, they had shot things so many times. It's, so he went through tape after tape looking for absolutely anything. And can you imagine all the people on this? It would be so hard. He thought it was useless until finally on tape number five, the footage clearly showed Juan walking down the steps at the Dodger Stadium holding his daughter's hand. Melnick got timestamps for the footage and took it to the judge, who dismissed all the charges. Crazy. Could you imagine if he would if he would have just been like, We went to the park or we and there was no and footage? The odds of this Kirby enthusiasm episode. Oh man. Being in a such a huge stadium mm-hmm. near his section. Mm-hmm crazy and a jury awarded him $320,000 after it was determined he was falsely accused of Martha's murder. Well, yeah, they should. Yeah. It's, the jury also determined he had been wrongly confined. He had spent six months in jail waiting trial. Ugh. So half a year and this man has a daughter and he didn't do it. Even though he has an alibi, it's kind of like your case for Monday. When there's alibis and there's I don't know. There's no DNA. There's nothing else. Right. Literally nothing else. There's nothing. But you're you're detaining you're someone yeah. and you're going to – you could die from it. Yeah. Ugh. But there was justice for Martha Puebla in 2008 when her true killer, Raul Robledo, a Vineland Boys gang member, was sentenced to life in prison. What was – did you ever know why he killed her? It doesn't say. You're she like, had been talking <laughs> about the gang, and he was a gang member. Oh, so Lord. kind of why they thought Juan was involved, but it was a different uh-huh. gang entirely. Good grief. But Juan is now said to be a big fan of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I guess so. I think he needs to have a guest spot. Did he? I was going to say. I, not that I know of, but there's one more season coming out. I remember, be on it. I remember when that happened. That I totally know that episode, but I had no idea that – Mm-hmm. So freaking random. He is lucky. Yeah, he is. He's nope. going to be on death row probably. Mm-hmm. And then good luck trying to get an appeal oh, or somebody to listen to you. For sure. Oh, boy. Well, my case is kind of silly. Go for it. I need it. There's a Lithuanian man who was arrested for a faking heart attacks over 20 times, to be exact, to avoid paying bills at restaurants. 
Oh, no. The con man living in Spain has been arrested for faking heart attacks on 20 different occasions to get out of paying for his meals. He is 50 years old. He's identified as Adis J, and he lives in the southeastern port city that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. Fair enough. Um, He acted like a Russian tourist, and he ordered several items off of a menu and then would refuse to pay the bill. He was first arrested in November of 22, and most recently, September 19th of this year. Oh my gosh. So his largest target, the shameless scammer visited El Buen Comer, which is a historic part of Spain, for dinner and ordered a seafood plate, two whiskeys, which cost roughly $36. Girl, I eat more than that at Dugan's just by myself. $36? That's a cheap meal. When he finished his meal and drinks, he attempted to leave but was stopped by restaurant staff who told him, you have to pay. You didn't pay your bill. Oh, my goodness. First, he said he needed to go back to his hotel to get his money, and when that didn't work, he claimed he felt unwell and threw himself to the ground. Oh, no. It was very theatrical. He pretended to faint and slumped himself down to the floor, said the owner. The restaurant staff did not buy this and called the police, who recognized him from his <gasps> prior arrest and once again took him into custody. So it's not like it worked very well, even. Right. Ugh. Right. He confirmed his identity to the police when they arrived at the restaurant and then requested an ambulance, but the officer verified he <sighs> was fine and took him to the police station instead. Oh, gosh. He usually dressed in designer clothing and talked by mixing several languages, would usually order a Russian salad, what said the officers. that? So one of them, the officers, that is, who arrested him multiple times, claims he smiled when the police arrived and sees himself as unpunished because he keeps doing it. He just spends a couple days in jails, in jails, in jail, and then gets out. So his photo has been sent to other nearby restaurants (laughs) warning them not to serve him. Uh. And several of the local restaurants filed a joint criminal complaint against him, seeking him to be jailed for two years. Oh, my gosh. Currently, he has been jailed for 42 days for unpaid fines. And because the restaurant bills weren't that expensive, it's just a minor crime. So, there you go. Should I start pretending my water's breaking? <gasps> <laughs> get a little water bottle not with me it. i'll have a heart attack and think joking. that it's true yeah, that would be great no i would never do that but um i, I mean some con artist would do that for sure don and don and dash it's who the was oldest I ta- trick i was oldest talking about doing that as a joke to samuel recently was it to you i don't know my, my memory span is don't so do small it. don't right do now. it he may panic it wasn't you or he's it was not gonna believe said, you're gonna cry wolf and then when your water breaks it's not gonna work yeah, this guy pretended to have a heart attack instead of, like, pretending to go to the bathroom, which Mm-mm. I have to tell you, I have to tell you this. This happened to me. A guy? Yes. I had someone do this to me once. Oh, my gosh. I was in college, I think. And Ugh. I had met a guy out one night at a club. That's how old I am. We were at a nightclub. And after we left... We went to grab some food, like, right on Bill Street and, you know, one of those food places. We ordered. 
We played kissy face. Mm-hmm. Food comes. All the things. Where are we going after this? I'm going to run to the bathroom. Girl, he never came back. <laughs> oh, my God. Was he older or younger than you? I think he was like my age. I think we were both like college kids. Or we were wow. in our early 20s. Oh, um, The audacity. I mean, really, dude, it was like a grilled cheese and a Coke. It was like a drunk bar food. For real, how much could it be? The place didn't even sell alcohol. It was literally like that. I was like, okay, I got you, boo. I don't know. Maybe he came back and I was Mm -mm. already irritated and just left because it was taking too long. I don't know. But yes, my sister still makes fun of me (laughs) because my sister was with me when Mm. it happened. Oh, that's even worse. She's like, she'll never let you forget it. boyfriend's not coming back. I'm like, yes, he is. Oh, God. I can't even imagine. It literally. Mm -mm. I don't know why I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for real, you I'll pay for your food. Really, I'll be your sugar mama, whatever. Man, (laughs) sucks. Yeah, it's quite funny. (laughs) That guy. Wonder where he is now. In jail, (laughs) probably. (laughs) It's this man. Yeah, probably. He's just much older. Exactly. Now he's in Lithuania. Oh gosh. Do you have a wacky? Kind of. Yeah. Ooh, tell me. You haven't had one. I. I really only have my doctor's appointments because I'm mostly at home just with back pain. (laughs) But I had one on Friday and I saw a nurse first. She Uh took all my stats, blah, Uh blah, blah. Then it's complicated, but I'm in this thing called a laborous pod where I see a different person every week that's in a pod, whatever. So a med student comes in and it's the first time I've had a med student. Uh-huh. She was very nice, but you know how it goes. She asks a million questions. You're like, I've answered these 500 times. Yeah. Like when I just see a doctor, they're like, you good? We good? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Bada bing. She sits down and like wants to have an in-depth conversation about my constipation. Oh, no. You know, she's like asking me so many questions and I'm like, I get that you have to do this, but I don't care. She was very nice, but she was taking forever asking me questions. So it was already a long appointment. Then she had to go get her upper level. So he came in, asked me everything she had already asked me. That's, I get it, but I'm. I know. I'm like, oh, Lord. So it's the longest appointment, even including the ones where I've had ultrasounds Mm -hmm. and a Mm follow-up. So the longest appointment I've had where literally all they did was measure my stomach Mm -hmm. and take my blood pressure. Mm -hmm. That's it. So finally, they asked me if I needed anything, and I needed a prescription to get a breast pump from my insurance. Sure, yeah. So they're like, okay, we'll figure that out. So they leave. I'm in there for a while. I'm on my phone, da-da-da-da-da. And the med student pops in, and she said, I'm so sorry. Our printer's down, so it's going to be a minute. Well, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know. So she's like, so we're going to try to get that sorted out and see if we can print it. And I'm like, okay. So she leaves and I'm on my phone, like on, you know, just on Facebook or whatever. And 40 minutes pass. Stop. And in the meantime, a woman, a doctor opens the door and looks in and she goes, hi, Brittany. And I look at her and she goes, you're not Brittany. And I'm like, no. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. Our computers are all down. Oh my, that's not. Oh. And I'm like, huh? Okay. So she leaves and. I'm raging they're for you. They're still down. So I'm just thinking they're still whatever. And I'm about to be like, I'll get it another day. When a nurse comes in and says, hey, why are you still here? 
And I looked at her like, how dare you ask me that question? <laughs> I'm already hormonal. So I was like, not happy that she was like, why are you still here? Kind of like, what, what are you, you know doing? what I mean? Like it's on me. And I looked at her and I'm like, they're getting my prescription ready for my breast pump and told me the printer's down and to, to wait, wait on them. And she has a look of panic on her face and closes the door. And I'm like, what the heck? So the doctor I had seen earlier pops in and he's like super apologetic. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He claims the med student, he told the med student to come in and tell me they're not working and to release me and that the wires got crossed and she went home for the day. Oh my gosh. Yes. So they were never coming back for me. Oh. She came back, but she told me to wait. Like, that's what she came back to do is say, the printers are down, so it'll be a minute, what she told me. How pissed were you? I looked at him, and the first thing I thought was like, is he covering for himself? Did he yeah. actually tell? Yeah. Because yeah. you don't actually know. Right. You know, he could be blaming mm -hmm. it on her. I'm like, dude. I'm mad for you. I No, somebody would have got so cussed out. But it, it was at first when she said, why are you still here? That really rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like – because they're getting me something? What do you mean? Why am I still here? And so when I walked out in the hallway, I think the med student must have, should have told me because she was gone for the day. And I was talking to the doctor in the hallway about the breast pump thing, like, okay, we'll just, mm -hmm. I still need it. So figure this out. And all the nurses looked terrified, like, that poor girl's going to get it. I don't know if she got it or not, but I'm like, what in the hell? <sighs> So I'm kind of the next. Do you want me to come with you to their doctor? But it's like, this is why you just need one person. <laughs> right, right. Because then it's like they think the other person dealt with it. Mm -mm. Like he thought she released me. She probably thought he he did. Girl. I don't even know. You're wacky is you taking too long to get a breast pump prescription. And I, I don't have it still. I don't I, have it. Mine is I saw a giant turtle in a bar. <laughs> oh, my God. Yours is better than mine. We are not the same. This is a better story. Please discuss yours. Did I show I you the picture? One. You did. I'm going to send I'm it to you. I'm sending it to you so you can post it That's on our socials. That's a good idea. And I'm not going to tell which bar this is in Little Rock because I don't want them to get in trouble. It's a bar we like. It is a bar <laughs> we like. Um, it's probably a bar a lot of people that are listening have been to before. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I had went to this bar on Sunday and <laughs> with a friend and someone has a tiny dog <laughs> and they are outside with it like on the patio because it was nice Sunday, mm -hmm. but they had to come in and tab out. So they're holding the dog at the bar, ball, the dog's barking. The, it's, he's going yeah. nuts. And I asked the bartender, I'm like, oh my God, what, what is, and he says, it probably saw ruckus, which I'm thinking there's another dog in here. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He said, no, it's a turtle. Wait, what? So then, of course, I have to get up and go try to find this turtle. So I'm walking around the bar. Other patrons are in there. And I was clearly looking. And they're like, oh, are you looking for the turtle? It's probably back there in the little office where it goes when it gets scared. So I'm, um, wait, what? So I'm walking back there, which is a good way for someone to murder me because I was looking for a turtle, <laughs> which I think is disgusting. I'm not going to touch it, but I was curious and wanted to well, see yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds like a lie. I turn the corner in this, and it's a typical bar office that's got like yeah. lockers, 
smells like BO. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of probably illegal paperwork on the desk. Yeah. Um, looked like the office in Adventures in Babysitting when they're climbing through <laughs> yeah. the ceiling. Look down. There is a fucking tortoise that looks like it belongs into into in a zoo. <laughs> the picture, it's big. The lady comes around the corner and I'm like, is this your turtle? And she says, yes, that's Ruckus. I was like, he is huge. She's like, yeah, he's like 66 pounds. Holy crap. It's no little boxing turtle. No. My child weighs 70 pounds. Oh, my So gosh. I'm like, holy like, shit. How big would you say it was compared to an object? Um, like it is. A basketball? No. It's bigger. It is probably the size of a its shell is probably the size of a really really big watermelon. Oh my! Like gosh. lengthwise, so it could like be roaming around the whole restaurant. It was, and that's when so the it's dog open. Yes, oh and my that's God. when the dog saw it. Which that would give me a heart attack if girl, I saw just a turtle. If I would have been <laughs> sitting there just having drinks and a chili cheese dog and looked down or stepped on it or it rushed my foot, I would have lost my fucking shit and it was just roaming around which is why i'm not mentioning the name of this restaurant (laughs) slash bar because turtles are disgusting first of all they carry salmonella and it's right by the kitchen i love turtles but i don't want them in a restaurant you can't pick i mean that's there i've i had a pet turtle briefly i released her mm -hmm. jacqueline back at the park (laughs) but anyway in my brief time i had her their poop is is slimy. It's gross. Well, and it's not like they're trained. Well, I was going to say how they couldn't get they a litter need, box. They need to be outside. They need to be outside. That's they why can't, I let Jacqueline free. They can't, <laughs> they can't get in a litter box. You can't put a diaper on them. So it's just like pissing and shit and walking Putting around. Putting them on a concrete floor with a bunch of customers and mm-hmm. stuff seems like a bad idea. And the football game's going on, so it's loud in there. And, and it's, they get scared of everything. Girl. This poor turtle. But she said it would have scared me. It would have gave me a heart attack. She said she found it out back in the ditch and just brought it and kept it. She, it's her pet. Because she left because we were still there when she got off of her shift. And she just walks out with it under her arm with her oh, purse on this God. one. Like you, it was a toddler on her hip. Leave it in your backyard at home while you go to work. No, she brought it to, brought it to work with her. I don't even know what to say <laughs> about that. What in the Arkansas Listen, hell is that? wait till y'all see this turtle that we're going to post. It's bananas. Once, oh, holy crap. Yeah. So, that can't be sanitary either. I don't see how the health department, they, they, there's no way. they would, Well, yeah, because they serve food. Yeah. And it was Literally, it's not like it's just a bar. And I had just eaten, and I'm like, oh. But it's fine, because I stayed there long enough that I ate again, so You're it's like, fine. oh, it's, it's no big deal. You'll be back. It it's didn't fine. deter you from no, going no to this shit. play I'll again. No, shit. I'll probably go there this weekend. That is so bizarre. But I will be very mindful and watch for this giant turtle named Ruckus. I've been there so many times, and I've never noticed a turtle. Girl, well, you haven't either. I have been going there since 2008 when I moved to is Little Rock. Is this a new worker? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Oh God. Anyways, yeah. What have you found at your local bar restaurant? Yes, that is unusual. Tell us, or maybe shouldn't be there. Yeah. Have you seen a weird animal in a bar? A rodent. I've never. I mean, I've only. I've seen cats, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. That's a rare. Uh, (laughs) I don't want any critters inside a restaurant. Period. Um, not a restaurant, a bar, like no food. That, that to me, that doesn't bother me. 
But uh, it does. I don't want butts on counters at a mm-hmm. restaurant. No butts on a counter. But a turtle. Mm. I know what their poop looks like, I guess. That's why I'm like, I'd rather hamsters be there. Uh, at least they have like little pellets that are. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want anything. Keep your shit at home. I'm going to have a hamster If my restaurant. kid can't come in here, then you shouldn't be able to bring your turtle in here. Oh, that's bizarre. Yeah. That's a good wacky, though. There you go. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.